Broadcasting live from the Treasure Island Sports Club, it's In the Huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, presented by Tequila Embajador. I want to thank you very much for making my day in the sun so memorable. Man, if that doesn't get you fired up, um, I don't know what uh, will, but uh, all I know is we're less now. Then, oh, about 24 hours away, actually. Uh, the game is at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. We're about 21 hours away from the Raiders opening up Allegiant Stadium tomorrow for the first time with actual fans in the stands. I don't know how many, you know, it's a, it's a preseason game, so uh, I, I, I don't think 65,000 fans are going to be there. We'll see. Uh, maybe maybe uh, I'll be wrong. But, you know, typically uh, stadiums during preseason games are about half full, and understandably so. You're not seeing you know, the, the main guys and all that kind of stuff. But for the first time, however many people show up tomorrow at Allegiant Stadium, it'll be the first time the Raiders play a game with fans in the stands, and it's the setup for, and remember, the Raiders don't come home again for another month, or they're not playing uh, again at home for another month. They go on the road for their last two preseason games. Uh, a week from tomorrow, they're in Los Angeles to play the Rams at SoFi Stadium. I'm already fired about fired up. Uh, about seeing some of my old uh, friends uh, with the Rams and colleagues and getting into SoFi Stadium uh, next week. There's going to be a, two practices, two joint practices uh, with the Rams next week uh, as well. And then a week after that, they play the San Francisco 49ers up at Santa Clara. Uh, and then it's two weeks off before the Ravens come knocking on the door at Allegiant Stadium. Monday night football, September 13th, by the way, uh, and I keep mentioning this, if you're in town or if you're local, uh, we're having a big party over at the Rockstar Bar on Sunday, September 12th, starting at 5 o'clock. Uh, we're having a rally. Basically, it's a pregame day before tailgate party uh, over at Rockstar Bar. I want all Raider fans, whether you're local, whether you're coming in from town or out of town, whether you're just NFL fans, whatever the case might be, uh, come on by to the Rockstar Bar September 12th, 5 o'clock kick off the season with us and that's going to become what we hope is a tradition here at Raider Nation Radio uh, in in the huddle the Rockstar Bar being the go-to place the day before home games here in Las Vegas let's kick it have fun ha- have some drinks together have some food together uh, all that good stuff uh, you're all invited the Rockstar Bar and Grill here in Las Vegas but we've been talking about Damon Arnett we're talking about uh, the the preseason opener uh, tomorrow at Allegiant Stadium, I would expect, I would expect David Arnett gets out, out there and play, plays. Uh, but you know, building him back up after just what was really a lost year and an incomplete year uh, for him last year, it was a tough go. But he doesn't, he hasn't lost one ounce of confidence. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he looks physically in such tremendous shape right now. And yeah, after I asked him about it yesterday, he showed off the guns, and, uh, and rightfully so. When you put that kind of work in and get that, those kind of results, you ought to be bragging about how you look. I'm with you, Damon. Uh, good for you. But we're going to go out to the Raider Nation listener line. Kenny wants to talk about the Raiders. How you doing, Kenny? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Kicking it here at the uh, Golden Circle Sports Book and Bar at the Treasure Island, so having a lot of fun. Um, so uh, we're, we're good. Nice, man. Uh, if I didn't have to pick up the kids, I'd come and join you. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, we're, we're going to be here every Friday uh, from here on out. Um, and then, like I mentioned, over at that Rockstar Bar uh, and Grill on the day before home games. 
Sweet. So I have a question. Yes. Um, this is dress rehearsal for the fans. I'm going to be in attendance. All right. I know we're going to be rocking and rolling silver and black. But uh, how many fans from the Seahawks do you think are going to be there? I think a 1,000 or less. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, there's always going to be, um, you know, out-of-towners that come. Look, when I go on, and I know you know this, because uh, I'm sure you've gone to some road games for the Raiders over the years. When the Raiders roll into town, whether it's Pittsburgh, New York, Chicago, Tampa Bay, I don't care, L.A., you know what, how you guys roll in L.A., there's going to be Raider fans there. People make road trips with the teams that, uh, that they support. So I would expect, look, man, we're in Las Vegas, right? You know fans from other teams have already circled Las Vegas as a road trip that they want to make. It's pretty easy nowadays to get tickets if you want to pay whatever the price might be to get them. Uh, so I would expect that throughout the year, there's always going to be a contingency uh, of road team fans here. And, and that's all good. Uh, but, um, so, yeah, I would, I, I would think uh, about 1,000 or so, uh, and, it's, and it's all good. Kenny, uh, don't be a stranger. Friday night's here at the uh, Golden uh, Circle Sportsbook here at the Treasure Island. And day before home games over at the Rockstar Bar and Grill. I'm holding you to it, Kenny. Uh, uh, roll in, bring whoever you want, uh, wife, family, kids, everybody. Uh, all Raider fans are, are welcome. So I want to see you out and about uh, this year when we go out on our remotes. Really appreciate the call. Uh, we're going to go out to the Raider Nation listener line. Uh, Raider Doctor, is that? am, am I hearing that correctly? Uh, Raider Witch Doctor, of course. Raider Witch Doctor is on the line. How you doing, brother? Hey, what's going on, Benny? I'm doing good. Hey, uh, happy Friday to you. And I know that you're sitting right across from me. Uh, All you had to do was come and say hi, but I'm glad that uh, you're here at the Sportsbook. Uh, Tell all the fans it's a great place, right? Yes, yes, this is a nice place. I, I, you know, I live here, and I haven't been in the Treasure Island for like 20 years. Okay. From California. But, uh, yeah, I, I... I enjoy it. It's nice. I've, I've never been in this particular part, but this is a new, good. yeah, it's a relatively new sports book. So uh, oh, they're okay. they're trying to kick it off uh, the right way. Uh, we'll be here Friday nights um, during the course of the season. Uh, and as I mentioned, and you, uh, you you better show up, man. I'm holding you to it too. Uh, Rockstar Bar. Uh, same with Marcelo. Mar- we got Marcelo here uh, in the house. Another Raider fan uh, who came by to uh, support us tonight. Uh, yes. So whether it's here. Uh, or that, or the Rockstar Bar before games. Uh, I want right. to see you out there. What do you want to see tomorrow? Definitely. Uh, well, tomorrow I'm looking forward to uh, guys that are trying to make the team. Yes. You know, we know that the starters are probably not going to play. Yep. Uh, I got my seat. I was there last week at the uh, the, the, the scrimmage. The yes. And I was down in the black hole. I stood up from it, <laughs> and I got to see like everybody close up. And Derek Carr was just right there, slapping five with yep. everybody coming yep. out. Yep. You know, even the defense. He just he was the last man standing. Right. You know, and just was shaking hands and firing up everybody. So, what do you think of Allegiant Stadium? Oh, I love it, man! I absolutely love it. There's not a uh, no, well, people say nosebleeders and all that. There's not a nosebleeder in the house. Exactly. The way the stadium is built, uh, there's not a bad seat in the house. Is, is what I like to say. Raider Witch Doctor, you've been a you've been a Raider fan pretty much your whole life. I, I would assume uh, it was a long time coming for the Raiders to find a home. 
uh, a yes. stadium that they can literally call their own, no stadium that they've played in, um, has really been their own, whether you're talking about the L.A. Coliseum or uh, Oakland Coliseum sharing it with the A's. Um, so how do you feel as a Raider fan to finally have this beautiful home for uh, your, yourself and for the team? I absolutely love it. I love that they moved to Sin City and, you know, everybody can migrate towards it. And, and everybody who lives in California, be it L.A. or the Bay, it's, it's a hop and a skip to get here by plane right. via cheap tickets or if you drive. It's, it's not that bad. And so me living here now, uh, oh, that's awesome. I don't live far from the stadium. I'm, I'm stoked. Every well, I, I appreciate it. And uh, the last question I have for you is, what kind of atmosphere is Raider Nation going to make uh, at, at, at Allegiant Stadium, would you say? Oh, my stars. It was a trip at the uh, camp, at, at the first day of camp. You know, I think it was about 20,000. And so if we're looking at, you know, double the capacity tomorrow or maybe even triple of what we did at the camp uh, day, then I can see it's going to be very, very noisy, especially for the other team. That's going to be... Exactly, exactly. And I, 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 was, I was at games when they were in Los Angeles. I was at games when they were in the Oakland Coliseum. And, um, you know, it was always a great atmosphere. There's no doubt about it. Um, but I think Allegiant Stadium is going to take it to a whole other level, A. And, B, I think that the uh, benefit that they're going to provide that atmosphere is going to provide for the Raiders is unlike any that they've had uh, in their history. And I, and I say that because I've been to Seattle, I've been to New Orleans, I've been to Kansas City. I, I see and hear and feel what an atmosphere can do for the home team. And I think you guys uh, at Allegiant Stadium are going to create that uh, for the Raiders. And I can tell you this, the players are beyond excited. They cannot wait to hear you guys get it revved up. Uh, at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, Raider Witch Doctor, thank you so much for coming by. Oh, you got one more? Yeah, absolutely. One more thing. Um, what I wanted to say is the Witch Doctor yes. has rolled the voodoo bones. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The bones, the bones gave us a reading. Okay. And the bones have read for the new Raider defense. Yes. The new name is the Death Star defense. The Death Star defense. I like it. All right, I'm going to run it by some of the players. I know that uh, Damon was talking about that yesterday, coming up with some kind of a um, some kind of a, a nickname. So Death Star defense. All right, all right. I'm going to run it up the flagpole. I'm going to run it up the flagpole. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you very, very much. Thank you so much. I uh, got Marcelo and uh, Raider Witch Doctor here uh, at the uh, Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar, uh, showing their support. I truly appreciate it. We truly appreciate it. This is the uh, day one uh, of many more here on Friday nights here at the Golden uh, Circle Sportsbook and Bar at the Treasure Island. We're doing this on Friday nights. We're doing the Rockstar Bar and Grill on Sundays use, or Saturdays usually before home games. Uh, but uh, but the <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, but, you know, for, since the first game is on September 13th, a Monday night, uh, that first pregame day before rally uh, is going to be September 12th, Sunday at the Rockstar Bar and Grill, beginning at 5 o'clock. I don't know what time it's going to go to. Uh, you know, it's Las Vegas, so uh, that is TBA. I do have to get up and go to work the next day covering the Raider game, so uh, we got to keep that in mind. Uh, but I know I can hang. I've usually been able to. I, I, I can hang. I can still hang. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, I'll hang, and I know all you Raider fans uh, will as well. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila and Bahadur. Welcome back to In the Huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, live from the Treasure Island Sportsbook. I think he's done really well. Uh, like I said, I wasn't here last year, so I only, can, I only can tell you what I see now. You know what I mean? So I wasn't here last year, but I think he's doing really well. He's one of those guys that, you know, got all the tools to be really good. And um, I think he's been flashing those tools and, you know, in camp. And I hope he continue to do that because we're going to need him. Um, so, you know, you get picked in the first round to, you know, show your talents and come and play. So we're going to need him to be really, you know, really good. And I know he got all the tools to be really good. And, I, you know, when he comes, he's trying to be like a sponge. He's trying to learn everything. So, you know, anything he asks me, I try to tell him. Or if I see anything, I try to tell him and vice versa. I'm, I'm not one of those guys that just say, you know, I think I know everything. So there's been some times he'll be like, hey, that's what I've seen. You know, obviously, and I'm like, oh, appreciate it, and I try to learn from it, and vice versa. That was Casey Hayward, uh, the Raiders' veteran cornerback that they signed um, as much to be a uh, an integral part of their defense as he is to be a role model uh, for Damon Arnett. And I think that was sorely lacking last year uh, with this veteran or, or with this young secondary. Um, I know, uh, by the way, shout out to Rob. Uh, for joining us uh, here, a Raider fan, uh, joining us here at the Golden Circle uh, Sports Bar and Grill. Appreciate you coming by, man. Thank you very much. You going to the game tomorrow? Okay. All right. Well, long-time Raider fan? Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Rob heard us on the radio, uh, came on by over here at the Golden Sports Book and Grill here at uh, the Treasure Island. I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. We're going to be here every Friday uh, during the season. During the season, yep, and then over at the uh, Rockstar Bar and Grill uh, the day before home games. Uh, so we're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be a fun year uh, this year. But, you know, hearing Casey Hayward talk about, um, and I, I like this about Casey Hayward because if you heard what he was talking about, like, look, number one, yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to be an open teacher uh, for uh, the young secondary, including Damon Arnett, but I don't know it all either. And I'm always in, in search of learning. I'm always trying to get better. Uh, so if there's something that Damon Arnett, who I respect, you know, sees that I could be doing better or doing differently, uh, I'm not that dude that's going to be closed off just because I'm the older guy and he's the younger guy. If he's got something of value to add, to say, uh, I'm going to listen. And you know what? That's, that's, that's the mark of a, a, a good player. We talked about this yesterday, and we've talked about this throughout the week. Uh, and we talked about this just really, uh, I, I asked Derek Carr about it just a couple of days ago in terms of, you know, um, and what I basically said to Derek was, look, you know, I'm just noticing that the level of good character, uh, professionalism, just good people that we're starting to get to know as these young Raiders uh, some of them are young players that are that are you know that have been in the building for the last couple of years. I keep talking about that 2019 draft class and undrafted free agency class. Whether uh, it's Alec Ingle, Cleve Farrell, Trayvon Mullen, um, these guys that J Josh Jacobs, a group of players that decided amongst themselves when they got here in 2019, they were really, if you really think about it, nothing against Colton Miller and the 2018 group. Uh, but that 2019 group was the first John Gruden, Mike Mayock tandem. It was really, it was, it was the first time that John Gruden 
had a year into it, uh, was able to really delve into the to the uh, draft class and free agency class, and 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 all of that. He he had a firm control now uh, after being out of professional football for as long as he was. Uh, so that 2019 class, to me, started it all off. Um, has started off the rebuild process. It was a, it was it was a tearing down that John Gruden understood shortly after arriving here, getting a leg up, sizing up the situation throughout that 2018 season, and understanding, coming to the realization uh, that this thing needs to be torn down and rebuilt back up. And it was, you know, is that hard to do? Of course it's hard to do. Is that difficult to, a, a difficult decision to make, especially one you want to win when you're judged by wins and losses? Of course it is, because it's going to be a challenge. It's not going to happen overnight, uh, getting it back built up to where it needs to be. That's going to be a process. But John Gruden, and I've talked to John Gruden about this, and he knows it, uh, accepted this challenge. When you're, when you're look, look, think about where John Gruden was, making a whole bunch of money in a very, uh, I'm not going to say it was a cushy job because it's, it's still a challenge to get up there on Monday Night Football and, and, and be effective and entertaining and informative. Uh, it takes hard work. It takes uh, homework. You know, you, 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 you have to grind. Uh, you have to be willing to, to uh, you know, take meetings and listen and observe and all that. You don't just wing it, right? And John Gruden would never just wing it. There's, he just, that's not possible for him. Uh, but c- compared to the pressures and demands of being a head coach, one job is kind of cushy compared to the other. And being the face of Monday Night Football, uh, a guy that's making commercials, a guy, that's, a guy that ma- is making a whole bunch of money, uh, doing something that he loves, still being able to um, you know, be part of, of the NFL and be part of football, uh, to, to, to talk him out of that, to come back to the grind, to come back to the pressure, to come back to the criticism that he's taken, um, to, to live that life again, you know, uh, it's not going to just take any job, number one, and it's not going to just take money or years or anything like that. It's got to be something that he's going to be passionate about. And I give John Gruden a lot of credit for this. Did I've told him this? He accepted a challenge that, to be quite honest with everybody here, was monumental. It was. It is. This thing hasn't been going right for the Raiders for, for far too long, all right? Um, you can point all the fingers you want. You can blame whoever you want to blame. Whatever. It happened, all right? So for the last, you know, 15, 16, 17 years, whatever the case might be, pretty much soon after John Gruden left. Let's just put that out there, all right? Ever since then, ever since all that happened where John Gruden ended up in Tampa Bay, uh, there obviously were a couple of years after that, um, that that the Raiders were still good, you know, kind of still playing off of what John Gruden had built and constructed here with the Raiders. Uh, but, but ever since then, ever since that group phased out, it's been choppy waters for the Raiders. We all know that. It's, the record speaks for itself, all right? And the Raiders understood it's going to take time. It's going to take effort. You're going to have to do it the right way. We haven't really been doing it the right way. It's been start and stop and this philosophy, that philosophy, this coach, that coach, um, you know, bringing in new leadership, new general managers, new head coaches, uh, new rosters, new quarterbacks, new this, new that. You know, it just was 
a uh, it was then they were basically spinning their wheels the whole time, spinning their wheels the whole time, um, and they finally got to a point where Mark Davis said, "I want to go get my guy, John Gruden. I believe he's the guy. He's the right guy to do this, uh, and I'm going to give him the right, the amount of time, the proper amount of time, over time, basically." I'm giving you 10 years. I'm giving you $100 million. We're going to get this darn thing right. It's going to take some time. I get it. I understand. I know. I see this roster. It's not where it needs to be. We don't have the foundation. We don't have the infrastructure. We don't have the culture. We want to change all of that, and it's going to take time, and I'm investing that time in you. All right? And I give John John Gruden credit because – if you were to talk to people in the NFL about where this roster was, you know, in 2018, where this whole thing was with the Raiders in, in 2018, they would have told you this is going to take a long time. And John Gruden accepted that. He knew that it was going to be criticism for uh, the, the amount of years that he got, for the money he got. He knew that there was going to be criticism because it wasn't going to happen overnight. It was impossible for it to happen overnight, so he was opening himself up to criticism. But you know what? I respect a guy who accepted everything, that all the obstacles, all the challenges, all the potential criticism, all the guys that, all the people that were taking pot shots, and he's a target, he knows that. Um, and, and yet he still accepted that challenge. And it was a monumental challenge. This wasn't like he was walking into, um, you know, uh, uh, Duke basketball or Alabama football or name any, you know, great program uh, that was ready, set, made for somebody to just to kind of walk into. This was the opposite of that. And yet he still accepted it. And there's something to be said about it. And I think Raider Nation, I know that it's hard because the winning hasn't happened overnight or turned over as quickly as you wanted it to. But I almost can guarantee this. If this thing works, and I believe that it has a chance to, I think that even the most ardent John Gruden detractors amongst Raider Nation will be right there celebrating with them. And it will be have been a challenge to get to where uh, it could get to. But when it is, I think the enjoyment will be so much and the respect for John Gruden will, will be so great. I truly believe he's the right guy for this job, uh, and I, I respect him uh, for sticking his neck out like he did in spite of everything that was ultimately going to happen uh, as they tore it down and rebuild it, rebuilt it. it. It takes a long time, and you're opening yourself up to a whole bunch of criticism. We're going to go out to the Raider Nation listener line. Raider 27 is on the line. How are you doing, Raider 27? Hey, man, your monologue was so good, I kind of changed my subject. Uh oh. Because <laughs> I just want to comment on what you're saying. Um, when Green was here the first time, we had some really good players. I mean, could you imagine Derek Carson with the Tim Brown, Jerry Rice? Yeah, yeah exactly. That offensive line that they had and that defense that they had. You know, I mean, they had a lot of good players. They, they were really, really good, and it showed because they were at. They went deep in the playoffs every year. But the problem was they were really, really old. Yeah. At the time, people shouted me down, my friends and people you talk Raiders with, because I said, this is all well and good, but this is not sustainable. Right. This is going to be a year or two thing, and these guys are going to go away, and we have made no plans for the future. We've brought no one in. We're trading away our draft picks. 
we're, you know, we're, we haven't drafted anyone. We're, it's like, you know, this is going to be a problem. Yeah. And, and as, as we found out, yeah, can I make one more comment? Before yeah, I, no, no, no. I want to talk to you about this because uh, it's a great subject. Okay. Um, because I think at that point in time, the Raiders were different. The Raiders, where the Raiders were was different. Where John Gruden was in his career was different. I think he, I think winning right now was paramount uh, for everybody involved. I mean, let's, let's put it this way, too. Al Davis was starting to really get up there uh, in age at that point. And, and so, you know, that sense of urgency was a little bit different in 2000. So I think they operated and managed it, including John Gruden, in a little different way at that point compared to he is now. And, and because you wanted to win as quickly as possible, whereas now I think he's, he understands this is going to take a little bit of time, but getting it right and building that foundation is more important short-term than even the wins and losses, which he believes will come. Yep, I agree. And, you know, um, yeah, I, I think we're on the right track. Hey, um, we're coming to the Bears game. Okay. I can't wait. I'm really excited. I we uh, were living in, in the desert in California as they were building the stadium, and you know until COVID, four or five times a year we would drive past the stadium. It's like, should we go take the easy way through Death Valley? Oh heck no! We're going to deal with 15 on the way to Vegas. There you so go. I can see and put another piece on the stadium. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you have a thing going on the Rockstar that'll be a Saturday night. So are you gonna just hang? Are you gonna hang around with us commoners and talk to us? Or? Of course. Are you kidding me? The <laughs> commoners. You're why we do this. We're all in this together, brother. You know that, Raider Twenty Seven. You betcha. You betcha. <laughs> We're all in this together, and that's that's why I want to do it. Is because uh, I want to get to know you guys and get to know me. And and uh, Q is going to be there as well. It's just going to be a lot of fun just to be able to hang out, talk football, uh, knock down some beers, eat some good food, watch some college football, uh, and just have a lot of fun. So uh, don't be a stranger, and I'm holding you to yeah, it no. uh, when you hey, get to I town. Wait, man, the two guys that are going with me are radical. They're, you know, screaming to TV, Raider fans. They've never been to an NFL game. Oh, that's beautiful. So going, You've never been to an NFL game, but... <laughs> you know, you've never been to a Raider game. Exactly. It's not just go to a game. It's, a Ra- it's the Raider experience. Dude. No it's doubt about game. it. We're, we're and, it's the new, uh, and it's the new Raider experience, too. Is that close to where the uh, Rockstar Bar is? Uh, I mean, it's like... Uh, if I could say five, ten minutes, maybe. I mean, it's it's right there. Everything's everything's right there. It's right. It's at the. Um, it's it's over by the golf center and right across the street from the town center. So you can literally see planes right. lifting right. off. So uh, so yeah, we're gonna have fun. Uh, I can't wait to see you when uh, when the Bears come into town and when Raider Twenty Seven comes into town, baby. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it, man. Uh, we're gonna go back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Fabian wants to talk about the Raiders. How you doing, Fabian? Very good, Vinny. Thank you for uh, taking my call. Uh, just drove into town. We're in uh, Henderson. Going to drive by the HQ. And uh, early callers asked uh, how many Seattle Seahawks fans would be there. Yes. I can guarantee you at least one. And he's sitting right yeah. next to me. <laughs> All good. You know, um, it's part of. I. I. You know. I, I. Are you guys coming in from LA or from West Coast or out here on the West Coast or? The uh, South Bay area. Okay. You know how it is in Los Angeles. And I try to tell people this, Fabian. Uh, when, when you go to a Dodger game and the Mets are in town, 
there's all kinds of Met fans. When you go to a Laker fan, there's going to be Celtic fans when the Celtics are in town. It's just kind of who we are. It's how we roll. A lot of people are transplants from other areas. Uh, so you're always going to have that element. And let's also face this. We went 20-something years uh, without having the NFL in Los Angeles. So there's a whole generation. And I'm, I'm assuming, is that your son that's sitting next to you? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, he's a he's a he's a good friend. We were uh, okay. talking because you know I haven't been to a to a football game, and uh, last football game we went to was actually was a Raider game, but uh, he hasn't been to one in uh, quite a while. So I said, "Hey, I got an extra ticket. Let's go." Beautiful, man. That's a good friend, man. Good looking out, Fabian. And by the way, to your friend, uh, let him know that he needs to also go up to a game in Seattle. That's a, a great atmosphere, a great scene. I know he knows that. Uh, as a Seahawks fan, but you got to experience that as well. It's, I, I love the NFL because uh, wherever you go, it's going to be a different vibe, and it's usually going to take uh, on the persona of where you are, the city that you're in, whether it's Chicago, New York, Pittsburgh, you know, Baltimore, the grittiness of, the, of those two cities. But I truly believe that Las Vegas is going to have its own type of a feel. It's going to be obviously – Raidered out and Raider Nation and all of that, but at the same time, you're going to have a Las Vegas feel to it, as as well as a kind of a melting pot of Vegas, Los Angeles, the Bay Area, national fans that are at Raider Nation that are coming into town, and it's going to take on its own uh, identity, and I can't wait to see that unfold over the years. Back out to the Raider Nation listener line, Eddie is in L.A. How you doing, Eddie? Good. How about yourself, Vinny? Doing really good, man. How are you doing? What, how, what's what's, what's doing, going on? Doing, doing great. A little bummed out that I'm not going to be able to see the preseason here in L.A. Uh, you know, for our boys starting out first game with fans in Allegiant Stadium because the Sam Lambs and the Lane Chargers are going to be playing. But you know, <laughs> well, I, I think it's uh, tape delay. I think you're going to have it on tape delay in L.A. Uh, so yeah, you'll be, it, it would have been fun to be able to see it live. But you know, early early in the week, you were you were you played that sound by uh, of Tom, uh, uh, John Gruden just coming out saying, you know, he's not dumb. He reads, yeah. he sees everything. You know, a lot of these people, when when he first came in, you, I mean, you you put it elegantly earlier, uh, early in the week. They, uh, Derek Carr wasn't his quarterback. He was going to get rid of this. He was going to go. He doesn't like young players. He doesn't like this. Everything they've been saying about it has been wrong. Yet, still, no credit. I mean, if you look at the players the way that they're talking now, it's a totally different atmosphere, totally different confidence even john gruden himself i mean he was cocky at that press conference he was coming <laughs> you, you 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 started seeing chucky yeah and i don't and we haven't seen chucky we've seen john gruden but we haven't seen chucky and i got a, we got a little taste of chucky coming out and i think now because now i think now he's playing with the full deck and he he's going to show people i mean it, what is there to say top 10 d the top 10 offense yet they're still pegging us to be a seven and uh, a seven and nine team, or or or, or, or whatever the, the the no love that we get and all that. But the defense coming out, the uh, like Arnett, all the fans that were that were jumping all over them. Um, the criticism was just so unfair, especially for a first year player in a COVID year with no true off season uh, injury and still being out there. And the guy really, I never really heard him come out and complain and. And, and or or argue, he kind of just grind it out and 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 look at him now. Look at the difference now. There, there's there's a there's a chip on everybody's shoulder. This is the team that we've been hoping for ever since John Gruden 
announced he was coming back, and we finally got it. It was going to take time, you know. It, it, we we didn't we don't want to we didn't want to accept it, but the truth is we needed to draft better. We needed to get better coaching up and down the line. We are there. It's time for us to see the product on the field. No doubt, they still have to come out, play, and put you know put up a shut up type deal. But I ha- I have all the confidence that this defense is not only going to turn it around, but we're going to take that next step. People are going to start talking about Derek Carr as being a different player. He's not going to be a different player. He's going to be the same player, just now he has more options. You know, we were in the red zone last year, and our, our running game kept getting, uh, kept getting snug. We, we, we couldn't score. Did anybody suppose that was it? Because our line was never the same all year long. We, we were... We were all constantly alternating. We then we had the starting, the projected five starters, what for a couple, a handful of snaps all season. Five. I mean, <laughs> five. Five there snaps. There you go. Exactly my point. So everybody wants to sit there and say, "Well, he, you know, I, I hear this all the time about uh, about Derek Carr. Derek Carr needs to just uh, forget about John Gruden, what he's calling and playing, and, and do something else." Are, are you kidding me, John Gruden? <laughs> wants a quarterback that's going to follow the offense. He says, which coach out there is not going to want their quarterback to follow the offense and just take full autonomy? It, I, it, it, unless you're Peyton Manning, unless you're the Tom Brady's of the world, that's not going to happen. And even they have, a, they, even they have uh, uh, an offense that they follow. So this notion about he just needs to, it, it's just hogwash. It, 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 that's not how football actually works. Right, it's 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 um it's people who don't know football, Eddie, and and you know listen to what Kenyon Drake is talking about. How, um, you know when when you when you saw Peyton Manning doing what he was doing at the line of scrimmage and Tom Brady doing what he was doing at the line of scrimmage, uh, Derek Carr has gotten to that point and it's getting even better. And what the offset plays aren't him just going to arbitrarily deciding no, I'm going to just switch to something completely different. There's a chain of command, and there's offsets that are talked about. Uh, if if this look is, you know, if we call this play and we get this look, then it goes to this play or that play or that play. It's not something that he just haphazardly decides. Or and neither did Peyton Manning, and certainly neither did Tom Brady. It's all. It, it's just getting deeper and deeper in, and deeper into what he and John Gruden are working together on. So. Uh, just like Tom Brady did with his offensive coordinators, uh, just like Peyton Manning did with Tom Moore over in Indianapolis, it's all a process. And Derek Carr has gotten to that level. Uh, and and um, when you want to talk about you know John Gruden and and all that and the offensive line, which you astutely pointed out, played five total plays together last year. Nevertheless, and even with the struggles in the red zone, the Raiders offense scored the tenth most points in the NFL. Every team ahead of them made the playoffs, and a couple of teams right behind them made the playoffs. They were the only team that scored that many points that didn't make the playoffs because the defense wasn't ready to contribute. And I do believe, uh, just like Eddie said, I think the defense is going to be much better uh, this year. It doesn't have to be dramatically so, uh, but I think it's going to have a positive effect on this team. I think this defense is finally ready to hold up its end of the bargain. We'll see. It has to happen on the field. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor. Uh, we are at the Golden Circle Sports Bar coming down the home stretch here at the Treasure Island. Uh, brought to you by Tequila and Bahadur.
Welcome back to In the Huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, live from the Treasure Island Sportsbook. That gets you goosebumps. You know, it gets you excited. You know, I don't think you're going to see a lot of the players play, unfortunately, because of, you know, the reality of what this is. This is an exhibition game. But to unite with our fans and uh, kick off football season officially in Las Vegas is something we're really excited about, something we really take a lot of pride in. That's John Gruden, Raiders head coach, uh, talking about uh, fans finally being able to be part of the festivities beginning tomorrow. Uh, we got a little bit of a taste of it on Sunday. Uh, last Sunday, uh, there was a scrimmage over at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, it was invitation only to uh, PSL holders and season ticket holders. And, you know, let's keep in mind, this was a training camp practice. That's literally what it was. And 25,000 uh, people showed up uh, to that. And, I, I mean, that's a lot of people for a training camp, right? I'm just telling you that right now. And uh, we're going to see many, many more uh, tomorrow at Allegiant Stadium, uh, preseason opener against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, looking forward to what that looks like. Um, there's going to be a ribbon-cutting ceremony uh, prior to the game. Uh, it's, it's just it, – what's exciting is, obviously, this all was supposed to happen last year. Um, and unfortunately, because of COVID-19, uh, we, we couldn't. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't possible. But here we are. It makes it, you know, they say anticipation and desire makes fulfillment that much greater. Well, here we are a year later. Um, we're still not completely out of the woods. Uh, we're going to have to wear masks tomorrow, obviously. Uh, it's a small price to pay uh, to be able to be back at it, uh, you know, at a, at a stadium and hooting and hollering and, and having fun. Uh, I think it's just going to tip off the major party that's going to start on September 13th, Monday Night Football, when the Dallas or when the uh, uh, Baltimore Ravens uh, get to town. So really looking forward to uh, tomorrow and seeing what it looks like with fans in the stands. And I know John is excited. I know the players are excited. Obviously, it's preseason. You're not going to see a whole bunch of starters playing. However, uh, you're still going to be able to see some Raiders out there trying to fight for jobs, some key young players. Uh, I wrote in the Las Vegas Review-Journal about some things to keep an eye out uh, tomorrow. Alex Leatherwood is going to get some snaps, it sounds like. Andre James, uh, the new center. Uh, I want to see Nate Hobbs, Damon Arnett, um, you know, uh, Trayvon Morig, Tyreek uh, 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 Gillespie. Some of these young players, Tanner Muse, who are fighting for jobs, Javen White, um, Darius Stills, uh, a bunch of those type of players are going to get some time because they're fighting for jobs and fighting for roles. Uh, and that becomes somewhat exciting if you're a football fan and a, and a fan of a, a particular football team. Uh, those are the things to kind of key in on. We're going to go out to the Raider Nation listener line. Manny uh, wants to talk about the Raiders. How you doing, Manny? Hey, what's up, Vinny? Thanks for uh, taking my call. Yep, absolutely, my man. Hey, I'm excited, man. I, I last minute I got. I said, you know what? Hell with it. I'm gonna go. Bought the ticket. Bought my room. I'm on my way right now. So, I'm I'm excited to uh, finally see the stadium. So, uh, just looking forward to it. Well, uh, have you been to the stadium yet? <clears throat> I, I haven't. I just last time I kind of cruised by. It was still in the outside shell and dirt was still all over. So I, I'm I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. I'm kind of solo dolo right now but uh so i'm getting excited well you're gonna love it um and what's so cool about allegiant stadium for me uh and i was you know uh covering all the trials and tribulations 
uh, of the Raiders, you know, seeking a permanent home. I can go all the way back to Los Angeles. I was it was my younger days, obviously, uh, but even then, I was cognizant of the fact that the Raiders wanted to try to secure and find a long-range home, a place that they can truly call their own uh, and their home. And it's been a long, long fight, uh, without doubt. And it didn't work in Los Angeles. Uh, it, it didn't. It wasn't working in Los Angeles, so they moved to, or excuse me, Oakland. So they moved to Los Angeles, uh, hoping that in the long run uh, they'd be able to figure something out permanent in Los Angeles. It didn't work. Uh, all kinds of complications. They go back to Oakland. Um, and, you know, trying to, to, you know, make it make make do at Oakland Coliseum, uh, but also with having an eye on something more long term up in Oakland. It didn't work. Uh, they turned their attention back to Los Angeles. Uh, maybe it was going to be Carson, uh, the, the joint stadium with the with the uh, Chargers, or maybe they were going to join the Rams uh, at SoFi Stadium. Uh, they they finished third in that race uh, back in 2016. And I know that uh, that was a, uh, a devastating blow uh, for the Raiders. There was a lot of soul-searching uh, that was going on. Um, you know, I can remember some conversations that I had uh, with some people with the Raiders uh, at the very top. Uh, but, but uh, you know, the, that opened up a door, uh, believe it or not, uh, what happened in Los Angeles or what, ha- what didn't happen in Los Angeles. The Raiders went back after that meeting in Houston to Oakland with another $100 million in their pocket from the NFL and the freedom to leave. The NFL, the rest of the NFL, their 31 other colleagues, said you are free to leave. Um, you've proven that it's not working in Oakland. Uh, you have a green light now to move if you need to. All right? What did that change? It changed because then they can go to a place like Las Vegas, as it turns out, and say, look, if you can work with us on a stadium, we could put together a deal right now this isn't just talk. We have the okay. We have the green light from the NFL to find a new home outside of the Bay Area. That's a game changer because leaders, civic leaders, politicians, business leaders, they're not going to go to bat necessarily for ifs and maybes. So in Las Vegas, when Mark Davis was able to say, look, you heard what happened in Houston uh, this is how much money we have. This is the commitment that we have ourselves. This is what we bring to the table. And vitally, most critically, we also bring the ability to move here, the green light to move here. And that got everything moving in the right direction uh, here in Las Vegas. It was a uh, motivator for Las Vegas to get this done because they knew that if they could and, and, and work it out with the Raiders that the NFL would greenlight them to move here. And that's exactly what happened. But five years later or so, seeing Allegiant Stadium and driving by that stadium, a beautiful stadium uh, from the outside, from the inside, uh, from all angles, uh, but, but seeing not just the players, not just the organization, uh, seeing Raider Nation, when you drive by Allegiant Stadium, I don't care, I was just there at, 1.30 this afternoon, picking up my credentials, my season credentials for this year. And there is a uh, Raider Nation, or excuse me, a, a Raider Image store at the stadium that's open to the public. Uh, there's also access for fans to the stadium parking lot if you want to drive by and take some pictures. Uh, so there's, so, you know, it's open during, you know, non, non-game events. It's open, wide open, basically, uh, for fans yeah, to Yeah, I'm looking by. forward to it. So, hey, I had a couple questions before I let you go. 
Okay, so, I, I, I didn't even know you were still on the air. Uh, still oh, on. Sorry, sorry. But that's no, okay, go for it. Hey, so um, how much time are, are, are they going to split reps as far as the quarterback? At the last time I heard, Marcus was kind of banged up, but are we going to see maybe half and half like him and Nate Peterman, or how is that situation going at the quarterback position for this I don't, game? I, yeah, I don't think, I don't think uh, you're going to see um, Marcus. Uh, so it's going to be the Nate Peterman show, and they signed a fourth quarterback. Um, so uh, that's that's who uh, is going to be quarterbacking tomorrow. It looks like now, if Marcus is good to go, maybe he will get some times. I totally appreciate the call, Manny. Uh, look forward to uh, maybe I'll see you uh, tomorrow. Uh, have a great time. Uh, but to see Allegiant Stadium and to see the pride that people have in Allegiant Stadium, especially Raider Nation, that this is their own home too. Uh, finally, after all these years, the Raiders have their home. So does Raider Nation. And to see the pride and the happiness when fans are out there taking picture, pictures and selfies uh, and visiting the, the team store and just, just looking in awe at this beautiful new home, that it's not just the home of the Raiders. It's literally the home of Raider Nation. And I know that Mark, uh, that means a lot to Mark Davis uh, to have helped uh, put this thing together along with a whole bunch of other people in that Raider organization. I want to say thanks uh, to the uh, Golden Circle Sportsbook here at uh, Treasure Island Hotel for being gracious host. This is where we're going to be every Friday night uh, throughout the regular season. So come on by 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, on Friday nights here. Uh, I want to say thanks to all the great callers. Uh, you brought the energy. I want to say thanks to all the listeners. Damon Cotton for taking care of business down uh, at home base. Tomorrow, the Raiders at home, Allegiant Stadium, in front of their fans against the Seattle Seahawks. I can't wait to see all you guys and girls uh, out there uh, supporting the Raiders. Hopefully we'll run into each other in the parking lot or at the game. If you see me, say what's up. Uh, we'll be back at it Monday, uh, 4 to 6 p.m., um, and then next week we'll be in Los Angeles, by the way, uh, for, for Rams Raiders practice. You're in the huddle of Vinny Bonsignor, brought to you by Tequila and Bajador. Have a great weekend.